0: Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne.
1: And I'm Gina.
0: And this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates.
1: This episode, we're bringing you the news and updates through February 5th. It's been a little bit busy here for Daphne and I. Um, since we got back from <laughs> Nationals, we've been, you know, finishing up Nationals content and moving ahead to Four Continents, which which was this week, and we're also kind of working on a little something else that's going to be coming out on the podcast very
0: soon, so it's been really busy. It has, and I think maybe I wasn't ready for another event, or another big event, back-to-back with Nationals.
1: No, I wasn't ready either.
0: Nationals was pretty busy, so I think I really wasn't ready for another event so soon especially one as big as four continents Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit later we did give you an extra episode last week which was talking about the metal the doping verdicts and then the metal redistribution that announcement that came out from the isu and so you did get that last week We're still monitoring the situation because there seems to be a bit of an uproar about the bronze medal piece of it. Um, And we're also just watching to see when the medals might be awarded for gold and silver. And we'll let you know that as soon as we know anything. We also want to talk a little bit about a book that's coming out today... Called Out of Shape, Worthless Loser. It's the book from Gracie Gold, and we've been kind of, you know, counting down the days for it to come out, looking forward to reading it. And as that's being released, and our episode comes out today, she is going to be doing a Reddit at r/slash figure skating 1:30 p.m., as well as an Instagram live at 6 p.m. on at Gracie Gold 95. And at Crown Publishing, as usual, those links will be in the show notes. Um, So you can check there and you'll be able to have access to those things.
1: Yeah, and we'll also put in a link in the show notes on how you can get your own copy of Gracie's book in case you haven't pre-ordered it already already. Um, as well as, um, if you did not know, Gracie does the audio for her book. So if you want to get the audio version of it so that you can hear the book in Gracie's own words, um, we will put that as well in our show notes for
0: you. But let's move on to some general skating news. First, we're just going to mention that... Last week, there was information on the four-year ban for Camilla Valieva and the redistribution of medals. There are more articles out on that this week, so we will link those in the show notes.
1: Well, there was also some news this week about a former Olympic figure skater that has been accused of sexually abusing two skaters he coached at an Irmo, South Carolina ice rink, one who was at a minor at the time. Two people alleging the abuse filed a federal lawsuit against the coach, the skating rink, and the national governing body of figure skating, which is recognized by the United States Olympic Committee.
0: I am super excited to announce the following. The first international solo ice dance event is going to take place, and it's in conjunction with another event that's been around for quite a long time, so I'm excited for this. So many of you, if you follow Ice Dance, probably are aware of the Edward G. Pickin Dance Classic. It's been around, you know, for for years. And uh, it's taking place April 25th through the 28th in Reston, Virginia. Also being held at the same time is this international event, the Washington Pickin International. It's going to be held at the same time. It's really exciting for the solo dancers, I'm super stoked for them. And yeah, it's really exciting. I think Melanie is going to be the official photographer at that event. So hopefully we'll have some great photos.
1: Yeah, and we'll have to hear who are what solo dancers are going to be competing at that event. But it's exciting that there's finally a competition on the calendar um, for an international event. Absolutely. Well, U.S. Figure Skating announced its team for the World Junior Championships for the men, Daniel Martinoff and Jacob Sanchez, Josephine Lee and Sherry Zhang for the women, Olivia Flores and Luke Wang, Naomi Williams and Lachlan Lure, Adele Zhang and Andy Dang for pairs and for dance, Leonessa and Artem Markalov, Eliana Peel and Ethan Peel, and Yali Peterson and Jeffrey Chen.
0: So, moving on to our event results and discussion. So, as you know, Four Continents took place last week. Uh, Several people on social media mentioned it would have been cool if Ilya had competed here since it was 25 years of the Four Continents Championships, and his mom won the inaugural event 25 years ago. However, um, Ilya was not there, so so i'm not sure about you gina but i did not get a chance to watch as much of this event as i normally would i was tied up and i know you were tied up as we're prepping for something we're going to be doing uh tomorrow so i don't have a lot of firsthand knowledge having seen the program so basically this four continents recap will not be as detailed as we normally like to go because we just the time wasn't there yeah and also
1: it also didn't help that it was in china again so Mm -hmm. trying to watch stuff live again it was either early in the morning or overnight hours um so it just didn't really work with schedules for us either yeah Um, i did go back on peacock and i have Started to watch some of the replays, but again, I wish I was able to see more of it mm-hmm. so that we could give you a detailed thing. Again, as Daphne said too, we were we're working on something here too that was an additional thing on top of, of what we already are doing. So, um, but yeah, for the men, I mean, who who else can we mention but Yuma Kagiyama? He's back, uh, he's and I'm back. looking forward to seeing him in Montreal. Um, in just a couple weeks, um, while he's not perfect, he continues this comeback season, but he won here by like 23 points. And again, um, I just, you know, he just has so much fun out there. I know it's, it's not an easy to be doing, you know, two programs with the technical content that he does, but he just looks like he has a good time out there. The smile on his face. He's just fun to watch. So I'm, again, looking forward to watching him at Worlds. Silver medal went to Shun Sato. Um, Korea's Junwa Cha was second in the free skate, but finished third overall. Soto Yamamoto ends his season with a fourth place finish. Boyun Jin, the hometown favorite, um, lots of toys thrown on the ice for him after his performances. And we did see um, Wesley Chu and Roman Sadowski for Canada, and Canada hasn't named its world team for men, and I believe they have two spots, right?
0: They do. So
1: we're thinking Wesley and Roman will be named to Worlds for Canada.
0: Well, I think that their results at this competition make the case for it, but we'll see. I'm not hundred percent sure, but you know Skate Canada will make a decision sometime soon. I'm I hope, and we'll have that information. I think it's interesting that we had three Japanese men in the top four, so it just goes to show honestly the depth that Japanese skating has at this time. Yeah. And yeah, only and Yuma is going to Worlds. Shunsato and Sori Yamamoto, this ends their season.
1: Right. And we didn't have here Shoma Uno. I mean, no. obviously he's going to Worlds, but you talk about that depth, of you know, in Japan skating for the men. And yeah, we had the two-time world champion not at this event. So no. it's going to be a crazy Worlds Um, If you don't have tickets for the men's free skate, you might want to get them now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to the women, Monet Chiba won the short program and the free and finished about 10 points ahead. Not a clean skate, but it was a decent skate for her. Cheyung Kim was third in the free skate, but finished in silver medal position. And Riko Wananabe was second in the free skate, but captured the bronze. One of the big uh, stories of this competition was Ava Ziegler, who ends her season with a fourth place here. She was less than a point off the bronze medal. And I don't think USFS has named their alternates yet, but I think a strong case can be made for Ava to be one of the alternates for Worlds in case anything should happen to Isabeau or Amber.
1: Yeah, and I know a lot of people were, like, posting on social media Was it really worth it for her to skip out on Nationals and just focus on Four Continents? And I think in some of the mixed zones I was seeing, she basically said she was, I don't know if it was an injury or she was not, you know, illness there right before Nationals. So not doing two competitions was good for her, that it was basically allowing her to focus just on one, which was, you know, four continents. And I mean, a fourth place finish, um, in an ISU championship event, her first, um, I think is pretty, I think she should be pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, she was in metal contention after the short program. She was third, um, but, and just missed it by a point, but I, I would still be, I think, her team did make the right decision and I would be pretty happy with that ending result for her season.
0: Definitely. So let's move on to the pairs. Well, Deanna Stellato,
1: Dudek and Maxim Deschamps won their first ISU international by eight points and they are looking ready for worlds. I just want to say that, you know, this is like, I feel like she's checking things off in her, return, you know, to competition, um, since she came back how many years ago and and has now been focusing on pairs. I feel like, okay, I've accomplished that. I've accomplished that. I think the world's winning a world championship is like her biggest thing. And I think she's just, she's so close now. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her at worlds, um, both of them at worlds and hoping, you know, to see her on that podium at worlds. Riku Mura and Ryuchi Kiara, we got to see them for not really for the first time this season, but since early because they were at Autumn Classic. Um, But, you know, they've been absent for the
0: past. The injury kept them out, and they really didn't show their best here.
1: No. And they were third in the free skate, but did win the silver medal. And they've only been practicing for a few weeks after being out for this injury. So hoping, you know, that with some, a few weeks between four continents and worlds now that they'll be looking in better shape for the world championships, Ellie cam and Danny O'Shea of the U S who, competed in nationals the week before and won their first national title as a team. They had some problems on their throws, but finished second in the free skate to pull up from fourth to the bronze medal position. Um, Anastasia Glubova and Hector Geotopoulos-Moore of Australia were fourth, and Chelsea Liu and Balazs Naj dropped to seventh after sitting in third after the short program.
0: So, in Ice Dance, Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier won their first Four Continents Championships, now have a full set of medals after winning silver in 2020 and bronze in 2019. Lawrence Fournier-Beaudry and Nikolai Sorensen of Canada and won their second consecutive silver medal. Christina Carrera and Anthony Ponobarenko were fifth in the free dance but were able to win the bronze medal on the basis of their third-place rhythm dance, which was a new season's best score, and they earned new personal season's best total score of 194.14. Emilia Zingis and Vadim Kolesnik were fourth in the free dance and overall setting new personal and season's best scores.
1: Daphne, did you know that Emmy and Vadim were driving home from nationals? (laughs) and found out (laughs) they were going to four
0: continents yeah they were leaving the next morning oh my gosh
1: so we we, we've been talking about you know the skaters who went from nationals right to four continents but just imagine driving home thinking you're going home and then being told no you're flying out to shanghai the next morning (laughs) um obviously they were replacing madison chalk and evan bates who did withdraw after nationals because they were still battling the illness um that they had it National, so... But, yeah, it was incredible to have good skates after finding out you're going at the last minute. Yeah.
0: Um, finally, Marie-Jean L'Oreal and Roman Legac had an invalid element, a lift that received base value and a two-point deduction. That left them in seventh after the rhythm dance, but they finished third in the free dance to pull up to fifth. I have a feeling if they hadn't had that element invalidated, they would have been probably on the podium, and it would have been a Canadian sweep at this competition.
1: Well, we had some synchro. It was the Hellavis Cup, and in the senior event, the Haydenets won gold, Marigold Ice Unity of Finland took the silver, and Nova of Canada won the bronze. In the junior event, Elite won gold, and Skyliners won silver, and Les Supremes of Canada won the bronze.
0: Well, a little thing called the Youth Olympics was taking place last week as well. They crowned champions in all four disciplines and the team event. In the men's event, Hang Young Kim of Korea won the gold, followed by Adam Hagara of Slovakia. He's had a really busy season. He took silver, and Yan Hao Li of New Zealand won the bronze it was the first olympic medal in figure skating for new zealand the women's event no surprise mao Shimada, followed by gia shin back to back on the podium i feel like they've been doing this a lot lately <laughs> and yo takagi of japan won the bronze in pairs anika benke and cole Salve of canada won the gold kayla smith and jared mcpike of usa won the silver and Carolina Shan Campillo and Pau Villella of Spain won the bronze. And in dance, Umbre Periac Giancini and Samuel Blanc claperman of France took gold. Olivia Illen and Dylan Kane of the U.S. that won the silver, and Ashley Slatter and Adolongue Perez, of Great Britain, recovered after a fall left them in seventh after the rhythm dance to finish second in the free and win the bronze medal. In the team event, Korea won gold, followed by USA and Canada. And I should mention that any of the US athletes that went to this competition could not compete at nationals, so they all missed nationals. And uh, yeah, so that is the result of Youth Olympics.
1: Yeah, and um, there were quite a few skaters, I believe, that were the flag bearers at the closing ceremony. Yes. I know I saw a lot of that on social media, so I hope everyone had a really good experience. It sounds like, from what I saw on social media, from their posts and stuff, that they really enjoyed themselves, so... um, Yeah, I I would look forward to talking to some of them um, once they get home or if they are already home um, about what their experience was like.
0: Yeah, I know that Ash and Adel were getting celebrated and were the flag bearers for Great Britain in the closing ceremonies. And they were super excited, their coach and them. They were both posting all over social media about the, the excitement of being named the flag bearers. So it was great to see. Oh, and at the Bavarian Open, senior winners include Denis Vasiliev of Latvia in the men's event, Livia Kaiser of Switzerland in the women's event, Daria Danilova and Michelle Siba of the Netherlands, and Jennifer Jans van Rensburg and Benjamin Steffen of Germany in ice dance. Results from the junior, advanced novice, and intermediate novice are linked in our show notes.
1: Well, moving on to some recent interviews, U.S. Figure Skating's Fan Zone did an article with Miami University as it gears up for a historic season as coaches Girolamo and Schoker are set to retire at its conclusion.
0: Over at, Olympics got doc, over at Olympics.com, there are two articles. More on Junhwan Cha's first season after leaving his eight-year collaboration with Brian Orser. And more on the partnership of Leah Pereira and Trent Michelle who are in their second season. Well, the Columbus Dispatch
1: did a story about what success looks like. Columbus earns raves as host of the U.S. Figure Skating Championships. The article was done by Brianna McKay and Daphne and I both met Brianna in Columbus. She was there every day. She was watching everything. Um, This is a really good article. She talked to some of our friends in the media world about it, about, you know, the big event that was held in Columbus. Obviously, the U.S. championships in the crowds. Um, We were there. We wouldn't be surprised if we were heading to Columbus in a couple years because I think with the crowds the way it was, the hosts, you know, just the people, the friendly atmosphere, um, they were a really great host. And I would be happy to go back to Columbus for U.S. Nationals.
0: Me too. And now that I know that it's one of the coldest rings I've ever been in for a main event arena, (laughs) I'll make sure that I pack better clothes.
1: Yes. And I'm going to tell Columbus now Can you make sure it doesn't rain every day? Yes. (laughs) It just, it hindered on the fact that you couldn't really walk around and Mm -mm. see what was around the arena district. Because that's what they called it, the arena district. But, you know, that North Market, I wanted to go more often, but I didn't want to go in the rain. So.
0: Yeah. No, it was tons of fun. (laughs) I'm definitely, I'd be excited to go back there again. Yeah, me too. An easy flight. So finally, uh, the Future of Figure Skating podcast interviewed Johanna Ali, who we interviewed not that long ago to talk about all of her uh, adventures and her book, her company, and all the things that she's doing. So you can check that out.
1: Well, moving on to some social media updates, and basically our social media updates are some baby news. Former Team USA skater Samantha Cesario Kramer announced that she and her husband are expecting twin boys in June. They are already parents to a two-year-old girl named Whitney. How exciting is that? That Um, It was really cute. Their little announcement involved Whitney and she had a little bow that said big sis. And then she was holding the ultrasound showing her two brothers. So it was very cute. So congratulations to them. And during our December break, former Team USA skater Timothy Delinsky welcomed a son with his wife, Sarah. Oliver Joseph Delinsky was born on December 10th. So congratulations to Tim and Sarah on their new little one.
0: Well, moving on to upcoming events for the week, we have three that are coming up. The Marie Lundmark Trophy, which is a synchro Challenger Series event will take place in Helsinki, Finland from February 10th through the 11th. Dragon Trophy in Tivoli Cup, which is singles only, takes place in Ljubljana, Slovenia from February 8th through the 11th. And the Enya Dance Trophy, which is ice dance only, takes place in Enya, Italy from February 8th through the 11th. That brings us to the end of our planned content. Gina, can you let folks know where they can find us?
1: Well, you can find us at our website, it's thisweekinskating.com, on social media, including the site formerly known as Twitter, at thiswkinskating, Facebook, Instagram, and threads, it's This Week in Skating. We'd love your feedback or your questions. You can reach out to us on social media or email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com.
0: If you're enjoying our episodes, join us on Patreon. We are at patreon.com slash Skating. Gina and I are going to be working to make that a bit more robust over there, so please join us if you're interested. We appreciate all the support we've received via email and social media, so please keep it coming. We didn't forget, we are still going to draw a winner for our mug giveaway, so it's not too late to go over to iTunes and leave us a review.
1: Yes, and I found some more This Week in Skating pins (laughs) when I was... (laughs) Uh, I guess I thought I ran out of them all, but there were still some in my suitcase. So I will have those for Worlds, and I will be getting some more as well. So, yeah, looking forward to meeting some more of you at Worlds so I can hand you a pin and you can wear it proudly that you are a listener of This Week in Skating.
0: Yeah, Gina and I are both going to be up at Worlds. In fact, I think most of us and our friends are going to be at Worlds. So it's super exciting. So, yeah, we will have those available for you at Worlds. We like to end our podcast with a little spotlight on what's going on at our respective websites. Over at IDC, Four Continents photos and a recap are now available for your review. I think I'm still waiting for some Four Continents photos. I think I'm still missing the free dance, but I know Robin is en route from China, so those will come and be posted as soon as I can get them up. We have results from various competitions that took place last week. And I will have photos from the Enya Dance Trophy. Well,
1: over at FSO, it's been a little bit busy. Um, four continents photos are there. I still have a few more to add. But probably by the time you're listening to this podcast, they'll all be there. Um Scott did a feature on the 100 years of the Winter Olympics. He was actually in France for the 100th anniversary. Um, So that was an interesting story. Definitely check that out. Uh, Mara and I did our feature called Buckeye Bits. It's um, a little bit about the stories that maybe you didn't hear that came out of nationals. So it's stuff beyond the podium and it's a lot of fun you can definitely check out some of those storylines there and then probably by the time you're hearing this podcast an interview with nikita Starson will be up
0: well that brings us to the end of our episode thanks for listening i'm daphne
1: and i'm gina
0: and you've been listening to this week in skating
1: have a nice week